French are glad to die for love. They delight in fighting duels. But I prefer a man who lives and gives expensive jewels. A kiss on the hand may be quite continental, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. 19, first recording session of the new year. First recording of 2019. I, I haven't looked at what I what's unreleased to put out yet, but <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Could be this. This will probably air at some point in 2019. Yeah, got 12 months to put it out. Exactly. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? I am good. Um, very uh, rested. <laughs> <I think. laughs> Excuse me. How, I feel how are you? Odds. How is Colorado? Uh, or not Colorado? You went to um, Seattle this time. Seattle. Around. You went to Colorado before. Yeah, uh, Seattle was awesome. I loved. I loved it. Like, I I liked it a lot more than Colorado. Uh, really? Yeah. It was. It was very cool. And we went down to Portland for like two days, too. Um, and yeah, it it felt like. Excuse me. A little bit like. Uh, like Austin and Philly to me, but mm-hmm. obviously just a, these are all cities I've never been to. Uh, Portland, Seattle, <laughs> but uh, oh wait, I've been to Philly. Never mind. Yeah, I take it back. It it felt a little bit like like Philly and Austin, but like with rain. Okay, but yeah, I I I would definitely recommend Seattle. Um, I almost went to Seattle on like a on like an impulse of <laughs> middle of the night. Maybe I should buy this ticket for dress myself. It, um, it wouldn't, but be then a, I did. <laughs> it, I it definitely <laughs> wouldn't be a bad idea. And like Port, Portland was okay. Uh, like it was still cool, but like it was definitely a little bit more eerie. I felt eerie. Yeah. It, it was just like, I think fun. I think it was just the two days we went there were just sort of weird. Okay. And it, it was That's like, cool though. I like, like, I think that was like the best part of when I was visiting colleges. Cause I was just visiting like upstate New York, middle of nowhere yeah, schools. Yeah. Like it, it felt like being on another planet. I was like, I'm probably not going to go here, but this is kind of <laughs> neat. <laughs> like, no one lives here and it's cold. I, I remember having that when I visited, um, SUNY Oswego. Oh, I didn't visit Oswego, but I visited Fredonia, and I felt like I was in another country. I, I imagine <laughs> it's probably similar, just because, like, you're, you're on one of the Great Lakes, and it's, like, it's... I went in the summertime, but it was still, like, cooler than it was in Westchester. And, yeah. And then, like, I was like, oh, they were like, yeah, in the winter, everyone just uses the tunnels all the time. And I'm like, oh. Upstate New York might as well be a different nation, in yeah. my opinion. It's, it's, it's a different universe. Once you get north of Poughkeepsie, you're basically in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some, someone from Buffalo listening to this is so offended. <laughs> Uh, what I, I had a conversation with someone recently. Oh, I, I met someone that's like from Buffalo, lived in Buffalo for like his whole life and like had never been to New York, like New York city. It's a lot of people. It's far away. Yeah. But, but it just seemed like so strange to me. I know. And he was kind of like taken aback by everything. So we're, we're, so, we're spoiled Westchester uh, people. That's we're like, true. Oh, it's in the same state. It's only a 40 minute train ride. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just hop on the Metro North and you're there. <laughs> Say that to someone from Potsdam. <laughs> like just hop on the Metro North. <laughs> Get on the Metro North. It'll be fine. I think from Potsdam, it's so easy. you'd need what like a you'd need an Amtrak probably right or a bus, Potsdam, 
I remember when I visited uh, SUNY Potsdam. I don't know if this is still true, but this stuck out in my mind. They were like, by the way, there's no bus that like goes directly to where you need to go. And they showed me they have like a bulletin board of like people who are sharing rides. And I was like, I can't rely on. That's weird. (laughs) That's like, I I get that. They were like, if you want to get home and you don't have a car, you may have to like rely on the kindness of others and i was like no this is not absolutely not enough that's really weird i I hope that's not true anymore i i mean this was a several years ago but uh that that was part of why i was like no i didn't i didn't visit potsdam but shit that's weird i remember Mm -hmm. that was like a thing when i would look at like colleges in like philly or boston like, when I would go on those tours, they'd be like, uh, oh, yeah, you're guaranteed housing your freshman year. And then I was like, <laughs> and then, you're on, and your then own. you're on your own. And I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and not that, no, like, I-, I wanted to be in a dorm all four years, but I was like, I like knowing that it's there. <laughs> Oh my god. No, yeah. Picking picking colleges was really ninety percent just like what will be the easiest for me to feel stable? <laughs> what <laughs> like, what will be okay? <laughs> what will be convenient to get to and from? <laughs> and uh, will I be homeless? <laughs> will I be guaranteed housing? Will I will I yeah. not need to rely on the kindness of others? <laughs> I can only imagine because Potsdam is what like five hours away six hours away Potsdam is like almost Canada okay that's like very very up up north so like I don't know how far hours wise that is that's probably like seven hours say just imagine like if you get in a car with like someone that's a piece of shit (laughs) yeah Like, like someone you can't stand and you're just like I guess this is my life for the next seven hours Cause this is all, this is all like relying on students. Like, can you imagine it's like that one asshole from your philosophy 101 class? <laughs> is like, yeah, I'm driving, I'm driving kind of close to where you live. Like sit in a car with me for six hours. <laughs> like, absolutely not. <laughs> Although that would force me to buy a car. I'd be like, all right, I, <laughs> I, I have to get a car now so I could drive the seven hours. At the very, that would force me to get another job to afford a car, <laughs> just so I don't have to sit in that car for six hours with uh, Kevin. That's what I named. <laughs> uh, it this is not a real person. All my all my summer summer job money just like get me give give me something that can move me for seven hours mm-hmm. or eight. I'll That's deal. The dream. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen prefer blondes speaking of money that uh what's the character's name he he probably didn't need to worry about a ride share going back guy with glasses, guy with I, glasses. Remember, I call everyone by the name of the actors and by everyone i mean jane russell and marilyn monroe <laughs> the, the, they're the only ones that really matter uh, the, the, there are other people but yeah um no, I I think my favorite character was like the boy, the era. little kid. He he was <laughs> hilarious. Kid. He was. Fun. I like. I think I have such a soft spot for terrible child actors who like are are given dialogue where they're supposed to sound like adults, but they can't deliver it at all. Yeah, like I, I always find that funny. <laughs> and this kid was fantastic. He he really kind of felt like. Like when you like if you went to see like a fourth grade production of Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, like oh, I would love to see that. They, like not that that would ev- not that any school would allow that to happen for fourth grade, right? But like that was so funny. But they were just like, okay, you. <laughs> <laughs> I love his like he's he's just I love that character. He's just so polite and but like obnoxious at the same time but kind of an ally like he, yeah. he respected for puzzle and I kind, of, I kind of enjoyed that well I, I guess he he's set for money but then he's also like uh what's the thing he says he's like 
I, I think of when she's like, can you help me? And he's like, I'll only help you for two reasons. One, I'm too young to go to jail. <laughs> and two, like, I have a voracious sexual. It's like something like he has like a sexual appetite or like he says something so about smart. her body. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is so wise. Uh, he, he was fun. I, I liked him. I also, like, thought that scene was, like, genuinely funny. I think some of the jokes, you know, like, some, this is an older, like, some of the jokes fall a little flat. Like, it's it's uh, very much of the time. But I thought that scene where she's stuck in a window and she pretends that his legs aren't legs, like, yeah. that's that's good. It's a funny scene. Um, I, thought, I thought most of Jane Russell's jokes hit. I, I think... Um, uh, Jane Russell's character kind of uh, gets forgotten when because people kind of don't think about this movie except its relation to Marilyn Monroe and right. and the that song uh, Diamonds. Diamonds, yeah. But um, but like, and I'm not I'm not you know saying that she isn't great and that song isn't great. Like I I'm not discounting that. Like I understand why that's the iconic memorable moment. But like Jane Russell's character is very fun. Yeah, I think. And, it's a very fun song that I think is criminally underrated. And it's the one where she's singing with the, the swim the, team. <laughs> I think that she was, I think that she was arguably more memorable than Marilyn Monroe was. Like that's, when, that's when, kind of val- She does a Marilyn Monroe impression yeah. in it. Like a pretty good one too. And, and even though it's like one of those things that like, of course all the Marilyn Monroe stuff is iconic. Like, Watching the movie, she's a much more likable character. And I, I, kinda, I mean, I really liked both of them. But I, I, I liked them both. This, she gets sidelined a lot. Yeah. I don't think that's fair. I also felt like watching this was like watching Marilyn Monroe play, play the Marilyn Monroe archetype. Yeah, this is the. No, this isn't the movie, but this is one of the like three movies that Marilyn Monroe did where people like it, it like cemented the personality what? that people thought she had. Yeah. I if, don't know if this is the personality she had, like probably not. Right. I, I doubt that she was anything like her character, but when, if someone tells you to picture Marilyn Monroe, this is inevitably what I imagine this, like some yeah. like it hot. Uh, this, some like it hot. And, um, the, the set, Seven Year Itch, which is not a good movie, but it has that scene. I don't like with, that movie at all, but it's it has that scene where she's like holding her dress, dress. down. Yeah, that's, that's I haven't the, seen the that, movie. but nah. well, <laughs> <laughs> Some Like It Hot is still a masterpiece. The Some Like It Hot it. is very good. Um, um, but yeah, I mean Marilyn Monroe is like she's kind of an icon that's like ascended celebrityhood and just kind of became like a mythical character. Yeah. And this is the character. Like, like we don't really know that much about her or like we think we do. Yes. And I mean, there's all the, the quotes that are always misattributed to her. Quotes that are attributed to her and like, Everything about her personality that people understand is kind of based on like rumor and speculation and like uh, media image. Like we don't really. I mean, exactly. She was kind of. She her her. Uh, she is like everything that people think about her is like the diamond scene, the Warhol piece. Like yeah. she's she's not really a person. She's like a an image. She's like an idea. Yeah. Although um, you have to imagine too that like I, I when I think Marilyn Monroe at a certain point I just think dumb blonde, the dumb blonde archetype. Yeah, cuz that was the that was what was being sold. Like that was um that was the she was like the biggest sex symbol of the time and maybe of even still any time. probably. Even now kind of? Um Actually, Chuck Klosterman has a very good article. Uh, he has a good essay about this in um, Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs, 
where he compares Marilyn mm-hmm. Monroe to Pamela Anderson, which was more timely around the time that came out. Um, okay. But um, he was like, if I imagine having sex with Marilyn Monroe, it's PG-13. Um, that, but, that makes sense, because she, she had a more marketable image to right. the world. But it's still like she was she was on the first Playboy, yeah. and like yeah, she had sort of this iconic streak. And even though she kind of invented the dumb blonde archetype, I don't. Even her character in this kind of shows that she's not stupid. And yeah, I think her character says like some of the wisest things yeah. it, that any of the characters say. She she's <laughs> like, incredibly insightful. And she's I'm, very pragmatic. Yeah. And also looking into like Monroe's real life history, like she was, she mm-hmm. was married to Arthur Miller and yeah. like Joe DiMaggio, even after they were divorced, like he still, after they were divorced and she died, he would go to her grave and still put down flowers. Like that's sad. It's very sad, but like it shows that, she was probably a very. I mean, she good was person. a human person, but yeah. people forget that sometimes. Yeah, well, because she, like you said, she's ascended celebrity. Yeah, she's like not real. Like yeah. I think people people kind of talk about her like she's not a real person, even though we know she is. Right. It, like she's more like the image than than the person. She's more mythic, sort of. Yeah. So. Yeah, because she's kind of like like untouchably like beautiful and perfect but um you know like you know uh, also that the archetype of like tragic celebrity dies young and remains young forever (laughs) exactly that's that's kind of also even her death like no one knows what happened the cia people think they know Uh, you don't know the cia killed her (laughs) maybe (laughs) JFK ordered know. it. <laughs> it was a hitman. She killed herself. I don't like <laughs> I don't know. I think And we may never know. I I think it is billed as a um what's it called? I think it is uh listed as a suicide technically. Yeah, I think it is. Because um yeah, well, even if it wasn't what, what do we know? Mhm. I don't know. Um but yeah, this this is Jane Russell's movie, though. Even though it kind of is, it's also um, I can't I can think of other things I know Marilyn from. I can't. I mean, I know Jane Russell was also like very big at the time, but she didn't like. Uh, like this is I think this is the movie people most associate her with. Yeah. Um. So, supposedly, um, when they told. Marilyn Monroe that she wasn't going to be playing the lead in the well, she she doesn't is she not the lead I I don't think she's the top build I think Jane Russell was the top build actress wow that's shocking <laughs> um I think this was still relatively early in Monroe's career I don't know I, yeah you're probably right um but so they they told her she wasn't going to be the the top billed actress and she said uh whatever i'm still the blonde <laughs> which she she's right she she very much is um and i first of all i i don't think either of them are the main character i mean maybe jane russell was top billed or more yeah. uh a bigger star at the time maybe i don't know um but they're, I think they're very, they have like equal screen time. I think I, like they have, they have equal like plots that I don't know. It's not like a plot and B plot. I don't think. Um, I think I, because I, I did read the stuff beforehand. So that might've just skewed my viewing a little bit, but I did feel mm-hmm. like Jane Russell had a little bit more screen time and her character is a little bit more proactive maybe i mean i think that might just partially be because marilyn's character is so dumb but i uh, but i also think like 
they're they're both like they're I think they're both kind of they're not bad people, but they're kind of selfish yeah. assholes. Like a little bit. Very, very much so. <laughs> I wouldn't um, even say a little bit, I'd say very much. Yeah, like I kind of I think this is this movie is kind of um an early version of I mean this is like an early version of like what came much, much later of movies with like two, you know, goofy comedies where two women uh, like fuck shit up and are yeah. irresponsible, which was like not always. Uh, it's not like, something that you see a lot of. Yeah. Like I think this is like, <laughs> I don't want to say this is a proto broad city, but it kind of is a proto broad city. <laughs> like it's, um, I have to watch Broad City. It's a good show. Um, and it is not, I'm not saying it's like this. It's not, but it's, it's, um, it's about two girls who are best friends and support each other. And, but they're kind of a little selfish and just kind of do whatever they want, okay. but they're not bad people. They just kind of, uh, do whatever. And, what whatever benefits that they're i mean they're not i think gentlemen prefer blondes they're more selfish but like i kind of appreciate that plot line where it's yeah. two women who do that because i think uh, you know like well, this is a kind of yeah you see it a lot you see a lot of movies where it's just men that want things and yeah i think i think you know like big budget comedies they don't want to put more than one woman in it or it's like a yeah. movie for women, um, which is like not really true anymore. Right. I think I think we've moved past that, but like it took a while. Um, yeah. And this is this is I, I mean it's it's kind of a narrow way of seeing it, but like it's kind of like early feminist. Like they're looking yeah after themselves and each other. Like I really appreciated like how devoted they are to each other. Like, yeah, they they really nice. they watch out for each other. They help each they're other not out. Like, they're not like um, fighting over a guy because yeah. that could have been so easy to do. That could have been the plot. and That could have easily been the plot. But it's like they it's just these two who they just want to hook up and help each other hook up and then talk about it later. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, they, like, and they play off each other well. They do. Like um, it. Like Monroe is very like ditzy and like flowery, and Jane Russell is very much like a like straightforward and like quick witted and dry. Yeah, and I like that they're. I I don't like when comedies make you know the the two characters who are like opposites but they're so opposite that it's like, how are they friends? Yeah. Like you don't even buy that they're friends, but I buy that they're friends in this movie. Yeah. Like I, I see, I see this working. Like I, they, they get each other very well, but they're very different. Yeah. Which I, I appreciated. Like it's, <laughs> it's a small thing, but I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that, I think also just kind of seeing their different motivations is entertaining too. Cause Jane Russell is just like, Hey, I, I just want to fuck around. <laughs> and yeah, Monroe is like, I want to get married and I want to marry someone rich, someone that she likes, but also someone that's rich. I also love that neither of them have any shame in that. Yeah. Like they're both very shallow and they're like, yeah, I'm shallow, but like, like, do you blame me? Like, I'm a hot girl. Yeah. And I I can get the guys I want, so I, I will. Like, yeah, I know what I want. Yeah. yeah, like, that's, that's great. Um, I mean, they're not, like, great people, but they're not monsters. Like, they're yeah. really just looking out for each for other them. and themselves. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. And <laughs> I also love that, like... I love that scene towards the end where Marilyn is talking to the father, her soon to be a uh, father-in-law. Yeah. And he's like, you're a gold digger. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, of course I am. I am like, I want money and you have money and I'm going to marry him for his money. 
I'm not going to murder him. Yeah. I just want money. <laughs> and then, and then he's like, you know, that's actually pretty smart. And she's like, yeah, I'm smart. I just don't show it. That's, that's like incredible that it ended that way, that the father-in-law, like there was no, I, I really love that there was no arc where Marilyn like realizes, you know, Oh, I should marry for love. And this is shallow. And, um, I'm looking at things the wrong way or the, maybe the father-in-law comes around about something, but she's literally just like, no, I am a gold digger. And that is smart of me. (laughs) And you should respect that. And he's like, okay, like can't argue with that. And, And she does, even though like, she wouldn't be with um what's his name the guy um if he wasn't rich you still get a sense that she still cares about him and like there there yeah, is some emotion there yeah like i get the sense that their marriage is going to be um no one's going to be like sad all the time in this marriage yeah. like if she is uh if he he kind of likes buying her things and in yeah. return she'll give him affection and that's just going to be that way for 40 years and that's fine yeah <laughs> I think which they, this are they soulmates like probably not but whatever but, but they'll get along fine <laughs> we're having fun this was my uh first time watching this and oh really yeah so that was sort of like I was like, oh, it's going to be like, oh, she's with the... That's what the setup I thought it was going to be. Oh, right now she's marrying this guy for his money. But then she's going to, like, meet someone on the boat and actually fall in love. Yeah, because, of course, that would be the plot. That, yeah. that should be the plot of most of these movies. Or, or you know, you're gonna, she's going to find out that this guy is, like, evil or something. Or, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, but... But no, it's not actually it's, there's no real villain in this movie. <laughs> no, like, not the, really. the closest thing is um, the uh, the woman with the crown. That, no, she's not. But she's she not really anything wrong. Though. She did it. Like, but but she she sets the lawyers out on them. Like this. I love her because like, <laughs> she, she's not a villain, but she is the antagonist. She's the antagonist, but I, I think there's it's nothing so wrong with that, what like, she did. Um, she confronts them and they're like, Hey, you know, you're, you're, uh, flirting with my husband and you stole something from me. Please give it back. And Marilyn was like, no, <laughs> your husband gave it to me and it's mine now. <laughs> like, with- I think that's a perfect <laughs> Which he did, right? Like, I, I was worried I missed something where I'm like, yeah, of course she has it. Yeah, he gave it to her, but like, um, that you, doesn't mean it's You also shouldn't it. take it from, yeah. You should, you should do that because that's the right thing to do. You also asked him to steal it for you. Yeah, but, eh. Yeah, eh. Um, but I like that. I, I think I just appreciate any romantic comedy that isn't really about love. Yeah. Cause I think love is a very boring concept. Like not to be a Grinch, but like, <laughs> black hearted. Uh, like, um, like I think when a, I think I find romantic comedies so boring a lot of the time. They usually are. Cause they're very repetitive and like even the better ones are kind of like, uh, but they're in love and like, who cares? I mean, like, I'll hear no and, and do a little dance. And <laughs> I'll hear no ill will of fever pitch. With your best friend. Like I thought that was great. <laughs> I really wanted, I, I think in that moment where they start ro- walking down the aisle, even though I'd seen this movie before, part of me was like, are they marrying each other? Cause that would, that be would also be, uh, <laughs> That, that that would make that, that would have been the, the best ending they could have had. <laughs> they just, just say fuck it and marry each other. But no, it that's was, the remake we need. That that could happen. It could. This this honestly, that wouldn't be that crazy considering all the remakes yeah. that are happening. I'm not saying it'd be a good movie, but I would see it. It, it would probably be bad, but yeah, it'd yeah, it, be very bad. But it'd be fun. <laughs> But would I pay money to see it? Probably. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, um, Nathan Amy Poehler. That would make a lot of money. It Tina wouldn't Fey make any Amy sense. Poehler. Yeah, but but they <laughs> they both also have. They're all. They I can also see them both kind of taking on the archetypes. Well. Yeah. Yeah. They also like, don't need to be in a, a mediocre remake. They they're like doing their own shows and doing their own thing. I, I think if Tina Fey wrote it, though, it could be good. Oh, Tina Fey writing a version of Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. I'm going to send her an email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to text her. Want to rewrite Gentlemen Prefer Blondes? Yes. Here's, here's $1 million. Thank you for the idea. You get executive producer credit. <laughs> um. So a studio would buy that, and it and it would make a billion dollars because oh, it, it absolutely would. Ah, that would be good. Um, that uh, I can I can't imagine who they would cast in the other roles now, but but those two would be good. The other roles, yeah. Um, I I can't think of a good child actor right now. You don't, no no don't cast a good child actor you, cast. It, Cast the director's kid. Like, like, I, that can't be a good actor. I won't allow it. So apparently that kid stopped acting um, five years after this came out. Well, and I, hope I think okay. I think it's because his voice changed and he was like, oh. he was, I guess like they said, oh, because his voice was kind of bassy. As a kid, and then when it got more normal, they were like, "Oh yeah, we don't want you anymore." It's so sad. <laughs> it is a little sad. Although I, I imagine if he wanted to keep acting, he would have. Yeah, I'm sure he would have. Um, I wonder if he. Oh, he's dead now too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was. <laughs> he, well, what a what a series of unfortunate um events uh details i just learned um he he died at 69 though which nice, nice. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, um but yeah yeah this was this was a fun movie i was i was very pleasantly surprised i watched this on um christmas eve Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. like a this is like a good fun Christmas Eve movie, I think. Yeah, while I was while I was coming down from um I wouldn't call it jet lag, but mm-hmm. I, would, I would call it exhaustion from being awake for 48 hours. That kind of sounds like jet lag. Were you on a plane? <sighs> no. Um so I flew home on Christmas Eve. Um, oh no! Yeah, um, my girlfriend was like, "Why did you do that?" But um, flew home <laughs> on Christmas Eve. But we we drove back from Portland on the twenty third, and we decided <laughs> to we decided to spend the day in Portland on the twenty third. So we woke up at like ten hung out and then we decided what would be best would be to drive from Portland to the airport directly. Oh my God. That sounds like exhausting. Got to the airport at midnight. Couldn't check my bag till three. Mm -hmm. Um, and then got on the plane at like seven 15 took off at seven 45 didn't really sleep on the plane, then went straight to Christmas dinner with my family and was until that ten. sounds that I mean, knowing all of that, like this is probably the perfect movie to watch. Oh yeah. Still. It was great. Cause I just kind of decompressed. It was fun. I think if it was in black and white, I would have like hated it and not because I hate, <laughs> not because I hate black and white movies but because I was like uh I would have been the mood you were in. Yeah, I would have been like ah oh, this is going to put me to sleep. But This movie is very colorful. Very A lot colorful. of nice outfits. Yeah. Fun watch. Mhm. Um what did you think of the songs? I there's liked only... them, but there's only two I liked more than 
then the, the rest of there's only like one other song, isn't there? There are like four, five songs, but like the the ones that the one everyone remembers is good. And Jane and Russell. There's one people don't really remember, but I remember. <laughs> like, and it's the one Jane Russell sings, and I think it's great. It's a fun one. Yeah. Um, Everything. I, I also like that it's it's literally just about hooking up, like like that's it. Like she's yeah. she's just surrounded by half nude men, and it's just her having a having a good like, time. Yeah, it's it's like a proto like Cardi B song. Yeah, it's that like that is a a rap video. That whole scene. Also, um, I did read that. The part in that song where Jane Russell falls in the pool wasn't part of the choreography. Like, there's a scene where she, like, there's a bit where she ducks down and the men start diving over her and into the pool. One of them just... Decked her? One of them just decks her. And when you see it, like, knowing that and watching that scene, it's like, oh, God, like, that must have hurt. But it worked well, so... Yeah, it worked well. Uh, but yeah, I agree there. Like, even like the song they open with is kind of like, meh. It's, it's pretty meh. Um, they all just kind of like sound like songs from musicals from this era. Yeah. I think, um, it's, it's kind of like easy listening, uh, show Show tunes, tunes. don't really one doesn't really stand out from the other except for you know those two but um uh but also i i kind of liked that all the songs were just sung by the two of them right yeah Yeah. there weren't really there weren't really any sung by anyone other than them unless there was like an ensemble yeah and i think also because that that is their job they're they're singers and yeah they yeah I I think that it's fun. And it's their movie at the end of the day, too. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't have been far-fetched for, like, the the Lord or whatever the guy was was to, like, have his own number. But the fact that it's just the two of them kind of made it better. I think because when the two of them are in this movie, it's kind of like when anyone else is on screen. It's like, but, like, they're not as fun or interesting. Yeah. (laughs) um, or well-dressed <laughs> as these two. Exactly. Um, so I think that's all that matters. And I do think, I mean, you know, beating a dead horse, but diamonds are a girl's, girl's best, best friend. friend. It's a great song great with really song. good choreography and really nice set design. And it's, it's just good. Yeah. Um, uh, I did think it was weird that, they're, the chandeliers were like made of people. I don't know if you noticed that. A little. That. I I don't know if I noticed that, but it was like, um, I mean, it's not subtle, but like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> just for they're not even like things. singers. I don't think the they're just it only took a few dancers. Human um, artwork. Is that an ad? Were you able to hear that? Yeah, because I accidentally clicked something. And I couldn't it, hear. I couldn't tell if that was. First, I thought it was my voice echoing back at me, <laughs> and then I thought it was my computer, and I opened a pop up. Clicked a tab, and it opened up an ad, <laughs> and I was trying to stop it. <laughs> I was like, "I'll just talk oh, through this." Oh, that was weird. Uh, for what? For a solid second, I was like, "Is that what I sound like?" <laughs> The the woman in the the Merlin twenty four hours ad, yeah, it's magical me. way to find a job, um, but um, yeah, I was going to look up the the diamonds. I was going to say gentlemen prefer blondes. Uh, diamonds are a girl's best friend, and mute it and try to see the human chandeliers. It's it's just like a weird. Uh, choice they're like i don't even think they're singing they're just like kind of there they're smiling 
It's yeah. just people hanging from the ceiling. I don't know. It's like that was a very fifties musical thing. Just weird shit. There's a, there's yeah, a lot like, of weird stuff now that I'm like rewatching this. Because I yeah, definitely I mean, like tuned out a little bit when this song started. Because I'm like, oh, I know this. Yeah. Um. I think it's. I think the fifties movie musicals loved excess a lot. Yeah. And they were like, let's just like put like women in insane glittery uh, outfits just on every corner of the screen. (laughs) And and they did do, it was like, it was like a lot. I think that whole scene is so fun because it's just so much. And it's so unnecessary. Yeah, it's very, I'm like watching it now on mute and it's all, it's very over the top. They're not even like hold, the diamonds that they're holding up aren't even like, I don't even know if I'd say they're actual jewelry as much as they are just like. They look like, like snap bands with like. But like, yeah, they, they almost just look like you, they like cut like swatches of fabric and like. Staple diamonds. That's what to, they did. Yeah. Um, and also, I Marilyn does do most of the singing in this song. That most of it is her voice. Yeah. It's just the beginning part is is not. It's Marnie Nixon. Oh. But um, but I think I think a lot of people are like, oh, like Marilyn Monroe doesn't actually sing that, you know? Like, yeah, she she does, and she's a good singer. Yeah, she she has a voice, and she she was talented. Um, yeah, when she was in some like it hot, she learned the ukulele. Oh yeah. So, definitely musically inclined. She is. She's not a terrible singer. She's. Yeah. I think it's it's just like a fun performance more than anything. Yeah. And it's it is just this big number in the middle that's. Mm-hmm. just fun. I think they knew when they were making this movie that like, that would be the memorable part of the movie. Like, I think they poured all of their budget into that scene. Yeah. That's, that's the single. It kind of feels that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's the hit single. Um, now I'm just clicking through the Jane Russell Ain't there anyone here for love? Which is kind of a yes. a strange title. Now that there, I think it about is. it, it's a clunky title. But she just has fun with it. She does. Um, I also I think her comic timing is very good in this movie. Yeah, hers in particular. Um, there's a part that I really liked. Uh, what was it? Where she said she's talking and and about this guy and she was like i think i'm in love with him and the way she says it she sounds like disgusted with herself <laughs> like like oh that's so fucking lame i think i'm in love with him. <laughs> like, like i appreciated that uh i i can't think of any of her memorable lines right now but <laughs> but i did uh, i remember the in the opening when she was like uh when Monroe was like, oh, I think he's going to ask me to marry him. And she says, you know, you're the only woman I know that could see a diamond ring in a man's pocket with a spotlight in her eyes. <laughs> it's just, she's just dry. And like, that is very much like the type of humor that I like. It's like dry and like deadpan. Very sarcastic. Um, but, but not like, not like cruel. She's just yeah. kind of, um, a little cold, but I liked that. I also, I loved her impersonation of Marilyn Monroe in the courtroom. Yeah. She, she was good. And like, it was satiric, but not like, not cruelly. Like you said, no. Yeah. No, it wasn't her doing like an over the top, like stupid cartoon version of Marilyn Monroe. It was like sincere. Yeah. (laughs) Her trying to, actually do it exactly um and i love that the the stakes are so low like this movie is just so fun 
Yeah, it's not... It's so pleasant. Yeah. Um, I just found out about the, the plot keywords section of IMDb. Mm-hmm. The first thing it says is Bechdel test failed. What? Which it does? I feel like might be wrong because I feel like there's definitely a, at least an exchange where they're talking about like money or something or like yeah, the crown. Um, I don't think it fails the bit. Um, it could, yeah, but I don't at know. At some point, like they don't have like one sentence That's... where, uh, where they're, they're talking about something other than men. I think that there is, but there I don't has know. To be. Um, but I, I just found this and it's, it's strange. What? The, the the plot keyword section. Oh, yeah. Boiling a film down to, like, a few keywords is kind of funny. Well, because it also says... Some of it I get. It says, like, screwball comedy based on stage musical. Yeah. Um, but then it also has taxi. <laughs> Woman wearing I, a red dress. A, <laughs> there is a taxi in it. <laughs> um, and a, I mean, that's true. <laughs> bracelet. Oh my god! Yeah, That's, I want to be the guy who just watches movies and writes down all the things he sees. Falling. Oh, and they all have the option to click. Is this relevant? <laughs> Is it relevant that they get in a taxi? Like, I mean, it. They do. They do get in a taxi at some point. This is so weird. <laughs> Brooklyn, New York City. Does nope. this happen in Brooklyn? No. No. I feel like they might <laughs> reference it at some point. Does Does any part of the movie happen in Brooklyn? Did I, I miss that part? I don't part? think so. No. Um, there's the part where they go to brunch, and then they drink out of mason jars. And, <laughs> um, it's vegan. That part, uh, totally, that part, I, I think, totally was in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, that Brooklyn scene. <laughs> um, they they get on the L train and say, "I, I can't believe that this is shutting down." But they didn't hear that it was announced today that the L train isn't shutting down. See, now that's Broad City. Now the show's. Is- <laughs> <laughs> Imagine this movie, except it's in New York, and they're on the L train. But yeah, I I thought this was good. I thought it was fun. I I didn't think I was going to like it. It doesn't, I mean, it's not like a perfect film, and it's not uh, something that people care much about beyond, you know, like Marilyn. But, but it, it's not a bad time either. I think it holds up. Yeah. It definitely holds up. It's And it's kind of unique for its time, I think. Yeah. It, it it's a buddy comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I think buddy comedies with women are are yeah. good and rare for the time. <laughs> yeah. I dig it. Mhm. Um do you have anything else you want to say about it? Um I I don't think so. Uh, I'm glad I watched it again. I hadn't seen it in a few years. I gl- I'm glad I, ha- I was forced to rewatch it because uh, I may not have because I kind of forgot about it for a while. Yeah. Like I remember liking it, but I didn't think much about it. I, I'm glad I watched it for the first time. Um, and yeah, this was... I've only ever seen this and Some Like It Hot with Marilyn Monroe in it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Maybe just because I was I was in a musical version of Some Like It Hot, I think I enjoyed this better. That exists? It exists. It's called That's, Sugar. That um, sounds so fun. It, uh... Is it good? It's... It's fine. It's not like... <laughs> if it's if you fine. like the movie, you'll like the musical. But it's okay. not... It's not anything, like, revolutionary or, like, underrated. Okay, I could see I could see it being a musical. Yeah. And and I think if like you're a big fan of Some Like It Hot, then it's worth it. Oh, this was something I wanted to mention. Uh this is based on a stage play. Um Yeah. And I thought it was interesting everywhere I read 
called it a play instead of a musical. So I'm left to wonder, is it based on a straight play? Uh, and then they add I, songs. Probably. I knew it was based on a play, but I wasn't sure how what the play... Um, I don't know if the play had songs. That's, uh... If the play had songs, it's a musical. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know, that was a, that was a curiosity that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to Google it now before <laughs> hitting end, just because I feel like that would be a shitty <laughs> way to end. Just like, yeah, don't know. <laughs> Guess we'll never find out. We just put in a very abrupt cut right after I don't know. (laughs) It is. And then it just says it is or it isn't. Um, um, Okay. So according to Wikipedia, it is a musical. So. Okay. So, yeah. And it has Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Um, Carol Channing was... uh, in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. So yeah. I guess I guess it was kind of like popular at least for it to become movie. Yeah. Um and it ran for 740 performances. Okay. So, yeah. It Good. uh did its thing. It oh did. wow, Carol Channing is still alive. Um <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking, like, is she? Um, but yeah. How old is Carol Channing? Ninety-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So good for, good her. for her. Honey, you'll hurt yourself. play tennis my golf's a menace i just can't do the australian crawl and i'm no better at volleyball ain't there anyone here for love sweet love ain't there anyone here for love i'm apathetic and non-athletic can't keep up in a marathon